Here's Johnny. Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> When you're down here with me, you float Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Friday the 14th Podcast. I am the bad guy, Nick H. The archer is silent here. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Mr. Fuentes. Um, you can say my whole name. It's none of it silent. Uh, Senor Fuentes. That's how you say it. <laughs> Senor Fountains. Fountains? The That's golden a, fountain? A fuente. A fuente is a fountain, so fuentes must be multiple fountains. <laughs> and I'm Juan. Thanks for having me again, guys. Looking forward to this conversation. Um, you are the real one. I was about to say, that's not Juan, man. That's the real one. He's butchering his own name. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hey, that's about to be guys, coming out soon. Did you guys see the trailer? I, no. re- I just saw it like 30 minutes ago. Nice, yeah, it's pretty good. It looked stuff. like he's gonna run for like six episodes and then fight in the final one. Probably. Let's <laughs> fight in the final one. He's not getting paid enough for it. The final one. The final the one. The final one. The one. The Obi Wan uh, Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Dude, week. like I literally was like. All week long, like Monday, I was like, is it Wednesday? And I was like, oh, okay, no, the podcast isn't until Wednesday. And then yesterday, I was like, is it Wednesday? I was all yelling at my employees, like, is it Wednesday? And they're like, no, it's Tuesday. Like, oh, why is this week going by so slow? They probably told you to take your damn medicine. They're like, did you, you take your medicine is. this morning? Like, no. Wednesday. Hump Wednesday. day. Wednesday? Wednesday. 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 You know it's Wednesday, you know what that means. Hum <laughs> day? That's exactly what it is. Um Margarita Day? Margarita Wednesday. Yeah, Ooh, but so honestly, I, I don't know why. I feel like it's it was like forever ago since we did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for some reason. I don't I felt like it was three weeks ago, not two mm. weeks ago. I don't know Texas. why. Usually it feels like they these podcasts come fast, but I don't know. I guess I missed your extra this this past couple of weeks. I didn't get to be on the Texas Chainsaw one, so so you know, I missed you even more. That's what happened. Yeah, it was like it's been so long since I seen Juan. I couldn't find. Do you wanna? Story. You wanna? Wanna Juan? You wanna? You wanna? Um, do you want to? Do you wanna? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do you wanna? Do you wanna give a, a rating for Texas Chainsaw Massacre since you weren't on for that episode one? I Maybe forgot I what I gave it. Well, uh, go ahead. Sorry, one. So, no, well, I think Nick remembers if you got if you want to tell what you gave and what Fuentes gave. Okay, so my uh, rating was uh, watch the episode. Everybody else, the bad <laughs> um, three. <laughs> so I gave it a three. Fuentes gave it a. 0.5 higher than me, so 3.5 for him. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay. I'm going to give it a 2. Um, 2. 
And, and and that's just because it's the like the name Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The kills were super fun, you know, really gory. Everything you want in a in a in a freaking stabathon, you know, really honestly that's what it was. Um the only thing that lacked was story. Yeah. I, I didn't really like any of the actors that were in it. Um and the, the story is the girl's hairstyle. I love the hairstyle. Oh, you um, look, okay. <laughs> but it just felt like the story was just a little mess, a little all over the place. It felt like they were trying to be too much like Halloween 2018 with the whole 50 years later. Um, and for, I listened to the episode. For instance, you were right about the timeline. Like, even if Leatherface was like 20, 50 years later, he'd be like almost 70 years old. Like, how the hell would he be able to get around and do the shit that he's doing in the movie? But, um, like I said, you watch horror movies like that to to see all the gruesome, nasty shit, and I think it delivered. I guess I didn't really think about that too, but like that's what I really enjoyed about the movie was like how quick he was. Also, like he was very agile and made snap decisions, you know. Yeah. Um, like when he did a lot of his kills, or even like uh, avoiding attacks, and that that was my main uh, like about the new Batman movie was like he would just walk in and for. Yeah. <laughs> you get no chance. No I don't chance. even care. Hey, it's... <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay, cool. This one's way brutal. This one has anger issues. I love it. It's got vengeance. 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 Mr. Yeah, vengeance. Talking about the Batman uh one and and the boys over at Seven Movie Podcast. They uh the latest episode, Batman. Man, um, it was fun. So I think yeah. I was like, I need twenty. I need to finish up twenty minutes. I have twenty minutes left in the the episode. Almost done with that. How long was the episode? Uh, it was like two hours exactly. Uh, yeah, I got two hours to still finish then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little. They're always a little lengthy. No, I'm, I'm uh, definitely gonna watch it because or listen to it because I I want to this weekend. I'm gonna try to go see it again. Nice. Um, after I listen to y'all's podcast to kind of like see what y'all nit not nitpick, but what y'all have no noticed and see if I can pick up on those same vibes when I watch it. Like your comment to me about how like Gotham was its own character. Like I didn't really pick that up. Like I kind of did because I like, they're obviously defending Gotham and both when you look at the, Oh God, I'm going to be so many spoilers. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> sorry guys. If you are mm. still trying to go watch the Batman. <laughs> but I, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because, like, I was talking to somebody at work about it, and there's really nothing in the movie to spoil. The, you know, the, the the advertising, everything tells you who's in it and what's going on, you know, and there's really nothing like Spider-Man that you can actually spoil in this movie. Right. Other than, one of, you know, the small scene at the end, but other than that, it's not, not even then, it's not even really a spoiler, but but like to me, I thought it was like I thought it was really cool how they made tried to make the trend, not the transition, but because uh, somebody tried to compare the Riddler to uh, the Joker uh, more recently, like they basically had the same ideals, kind of which was true. To, when you like really look at it, yeah, they kind of had the same ideals in mind. Like they wanted to tear tear down the system. What's what the idea was, and whenever I was really looking at it, I was like, oh shit, like the Riddler. And the Batman have the same agenda. They want to make Gotham better. 
you know, that's their agenda. But they're both doing it two different ways and they're kind of fighting each other about it. And then to me, the plot twist was kind of like whenever Batman finally gets to have a sit down with the Riddler. And I was like, oh, this guy's like on another level crazy. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um. So from what I heard so far, y'all didn't, uh, Y'all didn't rate uh, Ron Panson's look, his uh, his futures. I want to know on a scale of one ten, is 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 he hot? I'll be, I'll still be there. Oh, is he hot or not? Hot oh, or he, not? He's sparkling. He's sparkling. Yeah, he played a great Batman. I still I still have my opinions on his Bruce Wayne character, but like I kind of said to Juan, you know, I, I kind of understand it's more of a a development for Bruce Wayne and more of a more of a they're trying to really focus on the batman they're not really trying to focus on the bruce wayne as a character and you can see that in the movie as well like you see very little bruce wayne scenes you see a lot like batman just being in a nightclub and being batman like hey i'm gonna walk through a nightclub and be batman like okay it like, felt a lot like the arkham video games like a lot of the fight scenes and cut scenes felt like the video games so that's what i really appreciated about it as well oh all right. Well, I guess maybe we should. Okay. Do, um, maybe Batman, we should right? do the review of the Batman and go back to the eye. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many more movies we can talk about over before we get to the eye. <laughs> Takes us a masker, Batman. So the Sixth Sense. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking um, about today? The Eye. Just so, Galvin. yes, this is episode five, and we're reviewing the Eye of 2008 with Jess Galva. Um. So before giving our uh our ratings, uh, gonna jump right to spoiler free snaps. Snaps. Um, I'm very impressional because I don't have the damn thing pulled up. Freestyle it, bro. Freestyle it. You got this. Freestyle it. Okay, so Blind I'm seeing this thing. <laughs> Blind for most for most of her life. Concert. Violin is Sydney Wells, not betrayed him. Um, Jessica Alba is the recipient of a double corneal transplant that restores her sight at long last with her, the help of her doctor and sister. She seems to see again. Soon, however, frightening visions uh, convince her that a terrifying alternate world exists and only she can see it. When she's by that shit, they're talking about uh, Narnia. Um, so, I, <laughs> so I did a little digging. So this, the budget on this movie was twelve million dollars. Um, the Rotten Tomato re uh, review before we give our reviews was a twenty-two percent. The IMDb rating was a five point four out of ten. Just to kind of give y'all some background before we give you our ratings. <laughs> um. So as far as cast, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, Jessica Alba, of course, the main actress. Uh, Parker Posey, 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 Posey. Uh, Alice Alessandro Neville. Nivola, Don Granger, uh, Fernanda 
Romero. Is that your last name, Juan? That is. <laughs> Any relation? Uh, you know, she was a feature. Uh, she was a past ex. You know, and I'm just messing with. Oh you. shit! <laughs> nice. No. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't give you the kicker names. I don't know. I was I was just reading up the actors the actors' names. Um, do you have it pulled up on y'all's end? The only two that I uh, that I want to say it was notable from that time is Jessica Alba. And Chloe Grace uh, Mor- Moretes. Moretes. Yeah. Moretes, I, I, I forgot she was in that. Who was a hit girl in uh, Kick Ass. And she plays Carrie. The and roommate. she plays. And she comes out in Diary Wimpy Kid. And she comes out in a bit. <laughs> let, let Me In, that vampire movie that came out like in 2010. She was, yeah. yeah. And then uh, she plays Alyssa, a cancer patient in this uh, this movie. And she also comes out in 500 Days of Summer. Okay. Movie. That is a great movie. We should review that sometime. Yeah, I'm down. It's underrated. <laughs> Audio HD. <laughs> it's UHD. <laughs> um, all right. We want to get right into this this rating. Oh, um, and we're past the snaps. We're past snaps. Uh, oh, shit. Director. Uh, I didn't look at that part. I mean. The director is David Mon um, Mor It says it was directed by two people and Xavier Plaud. Plaud. Uh, it looks like they do movies together because when I try to look up past movies to kind of get an idea of movies they directed, they kind of did the same ones, and I didn't even know what the movies were. Um, Entrust, in Blind Man, and Them. They they have something with they have a, a a teaser for blind people I guess right <laughs> the blind souls <laughs> this one looks interesting souls five souls. kids wake up in a world where everyone disappears dun 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 so so what'd you give this rating for this movie. Nick, God sorry, I forget. I forget, a, I forget there's an extra person now. I have to say names. <laughs> I say names. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'd say, I'd say three for an average. Cool. Uh, but we we're talking like if it's just purely based off Jessica, but it's a uh, five. Out of five. So occasionally I give Scabba. occasionally I give the ratings for uh potential. So I'll give it for potential that it had, it's like a four it's like a four out of five. But for what it actually was, it was a two point five to me. <clears throat> mm. Mm. No, he's gonna go lower. It's gonna go way low. I'm I'm gonna give this movie a one. A what? Um, Give yourself. Wait, have uh, you seen Nightmare Cinema? I have not. <laughs> I mean, I've, 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 I hardly give any duds, but this movie for me, at least for now, spoiler free, is a one. Mm. A one. A one. So, like, if it's like above one, it's like 
two machete, three machete, four machete, five machete. But if it's a one, it's a one. We're just going to have a picture of Juan's face. Mm. Pops no. up. I was going to do 1.5. I was even going to do a two, but we'll get into it. Oh, boy. We'll get <laughs> into it. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I don't have a poster like UHD, so I had to just pull out a physical copy. Damn. All right. Uh, spoiler warning. Go check it out now on uh, 2B. It's on Tubi for free. Is that we, is that we checked it out? That's where I watched it. Yeah, it was Tubi. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi as well. Could have sworn I was on Pluto TV. Originally. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like watching... Uh, I feel like watching ads, so <laughs> so I go and um, spend five bucks on online to get a copy of the movie. Nice. So screw your ads. Sorry, Tubi. I mean, if we're gonna start with favorites and stuff, uh, I guess we're getting into it now. Yeah. Yeah, watching it, watching it in Blu-ray probably was nice because I mean, to me. Um, it had good graphics, you know, it had that, like, you know, a lot of the scenes where they were um, <clears throat> trying to show, like, the ghost world and the real world kind of combining in her, you know, stuff. I thought that was a uh, pretty cool, like, what they did. Um, I felt like this movie had a lot of potential. Um, like, you know, when, they went, when she goes into that coffee scene and like sits down and she kept kind of seeing like a vision of like stuff like happening, but she wasn't really sure what was going on. Then it turns out the whole place had burned down like months before. Like I thought that was a cool, um, like setup kind of to kind of show like, Oh shit. Like she's really, she's living it. Like she doesn't, she has, has no control over this at the moment. And she is, um, <clears throat> going through this, um, phase right now with her new eyes. Um, and then the her morning wake ups, you know, like you know where she would see the move, the walls change to different like scenes. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, so I don't know how to really describe bad acting and good acting. <laughs> uh, I think she did a decent job acting, but I don't think she did a great job acting or a bad job. She just kind of played her role, I guess, but uh, enough to get a paycheck and leave with part of that 12 million dollar budget <laughs> i had a little joke in here and it, i wasn't gonna trash her that bad but the joke was uh she literally did spend like six months learning how to play the violin and i was gonna say on on the show that maybe she spent that six months on some better acting classes or something but mm. <laughs> you think she got I mean, by her career with just her acting <laughs> No, I mean, but it's not. I don't think it was a lot of this stuff isn't on her, nor it's her fault. Mm. I think it's I think, just. I think. It's I think one of my one of my favorite scenes, I think, was like right in the very beginning. They try to kind of make her like daredevil, like she can like hear things, and she stopped. The, she stopped the she stopped the skateboarder from like jumping into the road or whatever. And the guy was like, "Thanks," and she's like, "I didn't see it. Me neither." Like, <laughs> uh, I am the knight. <laughs> Duh, um, ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. I am vengeance. Um, 
but like i thought that was like kind of cool like a kind of a cool setup like you know she had, it was actually like i thought it was cool like the beginning scene where we're showing a lot of her uh blind techniques and stuff like that like it's it seems silly but i've seen uh <clears throat> on tiktok recently like you know a blind person when they fill up a glass they stick their finger into the glass so when they're filling it up they can feel like when the glass when it's almost to the top of the glass and she does she did that in the movie which I thought was kind of like a cool little like nod to actual blind people um so i thought it was cool for actual blind people but it's kind of funny because you know if you're really blind you're never gonna see this <laughs> but you know thanks for trying and representing um you know it's um <clears throat> I like that. I like that whole beginning scene. Like I said, I thought it was really cool um, how she was a blind person who was like, I don't know, in my head, it would be really hard to be a blind person who can like live a normal life, like walk down the streets or do any of that stuff. And we see it in movies like Daredevil in this movie. But I mean, are there actual people who do these things? Like, I need to meet these people. Like, I don't I don't. It just seems crazy to me that you would walk around the earth with outside and no guidance except a walking stick like i don't know stick. kind of but blows they, my mind when i think they're double hearing um but yeah no, i thought it, like i said i just thought that was a cool beginning uh beginning scene to her uh, setup for me most I, of them with me and it was not even it's not even the acting really like to I me mean, the story is kind of pretty bland <laughs> but i mean what that was cool about was mainly the visuals. Uh, I mean, it could have gone like into a, a better direction. Um, like Fuente was saying, I mean, could have the potential. Um, the concept of it, even though this movie was out before the movie about to compare it to uh, VHS <laughs> with uh, part two, that that the short uh, where the guy has the, the eye and he's mm-hmm. seen, but I'm giving spoilers to one, but. <laughs> Yeah, um, it reminded me of that. Um, even though, like I said, this movie came out before that. Um, some of the scenes I, I enjoyed were uh, when you saw the the death uh, shadows when they would just walk out the the, the people that were about to die, like the Chloe uh, Grace Moretz uh, scene. Yeah, like I mean, now I'm gonna fall into dislikes, but. That was something I didn't like. Like really, that like the very beginning when you see the girl who hangs herself, like it's almost like she's trying to run away from those guiders or whatever you would call them. Grim Reapers is kind of really what I would I would how I would describe them, but shadow Grim Reapers. Um, it almost seemed like the Grim Reaper shadow was gonna be like a bad guy or, or something. That's me. And it. And, um, <laughs> but like, they were just, they just did their job. Like they didn't, they didn't really attack her. They didn't do anything extra, but that's what they kind of made it seem like it was going to be. So that was kind of one of the things I like didn't really enjoy was that like, they try to make those things be like the bad guys when they didn't even do anything wrong. Like they were just doing their job. Yeah. They were people taking them to the other side. Pretty much they're about naturally die. I mean, they don't want to. I don't know if it can compare it to like a final destination. I mean, that death actually comes where you're so at. But um, yeah, I mean, you don't really see anyone get killed in this boy. Uh, they just get walked off. Um, 
I don't know. I, I don't know if I got that uh, that uh, sense that it that they could be running away from these shadow monsters. Well, to me, that or, was like, strike, kill that was strike one for me because that was potential right there. You know, maybe she had to figure out how to get away from the shadow monster. Maybe she had to, you know, that was potential to make the storyline more interesting with shadow monsters, and they didn't do that. So to me, that was strike one because they made it like they were pushing for that direction from the beginning, and then it never really amounted to that or anything. Um, so that was potential wasted part one. Potential wasted part one. Out of how many parts? Six, six, parts. I think there's like four different things in this movie that I um. It was like eight parts. That I would parts. say it was potential, and they just kind of like squandered it. Um, I agree with I, I agree with you guys though. Like I, this movie does have like a lot of potential. It's got you know it's got the the hot star power of, of Jessica Alba from two thousand eight. It's got oh, the mm. budget. Oh, 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 it's oh. got it's got the scenes that are just like yeah. I mean I think it was also a very well marketed <laughs> film too, and it was like one of the biggest movies of the beginning of two thousand eight when it came out. Um, but man, just it just did not hit. It didn't hit. Me. Yeah, it was like none of the none of the scenes were like memorable at all. And I think a movie like this, it 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 surrounded itself with cheap jump scares, and I think that's what it really just wanted to hang its hat on. And it didn't do a good job with the jump scares, like the coffee shop scene, um, the house on fire nightmare scene. The mirror and the shower scene. The shower scene was amazing, but like the mirror scene was just all jump scares. And I mean, you can put you know so many jump scares in so many horror movies, and if it's good, it'll it'll look good and sound good. But this one just you know you could see him coming like a mile away. At least for me, and I haven't yeah. seen this movie in like yeah. since since its release. I think what was really also cool about this movie, not cool, but like things that I thought were interesting were like a lot of um, like the plot, like the plot twist whenever she figured out like her face wasn't her face. <laughs> like, you know, at first I was just like, what does she mean? Like, and then it's like, oh shit, like that's not the face she's looking at. Like, that's kind of crazy. Like, okay, cool. Like, but like it was. The way they presented it, kind of like Juan was saying, like the way they presented that scene, they didn't really build up to us knowing that she didn't know that's not what she looked like. Like, you know, in movies, sometimes they drop a little hints, you know, to build it up, kind of like she's about to figure out something crazy that she didn't know. But this one was just kind of dropped in your lap. Hey, she doesn't know what she looks like. What? She doesn't know what she looks like. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, I just I didn't see that coming for sure, but it was kind of random, like. <laughs> yeah, because the first time she actually gets to look at herself, it's not even like a clear vision; it's just straight up blurry. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I don't know why they—they they don't. I mean, I guess it's just to build up on that, like. Like, imagine if her eyes were like taken from like an Asian person or like a black person. She's like, "Damn, I turn Asian or I turn black." <laughs> A lot has changed since I've last seen things. <laughs> like, I mean, some of those scenes that I named were, were favorites of mine, though. Like, I did enjoy the the uh, the coffee shop scene was pretty cool. Some of her flashbacks, or not flashbacks, but just like the nightmare sequences. Um, her interaction with uh, Alicia 
the whole time though, I kind of thought that Alicia was like, not really, how can I put this? Like, what did you guys think the first time? Did you think she was already dead or did you think she was like a ghost? Um, no, I didn't think she was dead, but I did think she was about to die. Um, I mean, obviously she had cancer and stuff, but you know, I, I kind of got the vibe that she was going to die and chick face was going to see her dead when, when she got her sight, you know, I just, it was kind of one of those, like you said, they coming a mile away, like not really plot twist, but scenes like you already, it wasn't very, I want to say very well or crafted or hidden. It was just like, Hey, look, there's a chick with cancer that she meets. And while she's still trying to figure out like how her sight works, and I know she's seeing dead things, so she's gonna see this girl dead. It's just gonna happen. I also think that's the like PG thirteen horror movies to me are just so hit and miss. Like it's either gonna be really really good or it's gonna be really really shitty. Like I don't think there's any in between with PG thirteen and horror movies. That's just me though. Anytime I see that PG thirteen rating, I'm always like, it's. Because at least with a rated R horror movie, you know you're going to get some gore, some pretty cool, fun kill scenes, and then, you know, either the uh, the, pr the prosthetics, or not prosthetics, but the visual effects or the, the gore is going to, you know, be really, really just gruesome. But with something being PG-13, it's just like, eh, do you really need to see what might not be in a PG-13 movie compared to a rated R movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of get you. Like, I don't know. I guess does gore really make a horror movie? I mean, uh, that gore I doesn't. Guess... But but I think like maybe a terrifying, you know, just some visual scenes in a rated R movie. If if the eye was rated R, you know for sure that you would see a lot. She would be seeing some deeper, deeper nastier gruesome ghost shit like maybe 13 ghosts yeah i guess that like boobies I, i've just been curious because well, i mean i see where you're going mm. with that i've just always kind of been curious like is there a certain amount of fright factor that you can put into a movie with no gore just literal like kind of jump scenes and scary images and when i say scary images i mean you can have the demon eyes you can have the pale you know, face, you can have the elongated face, you can have the scars in the face, like those kind of images. Are there a certain amount of images that the, you know, movie rating council looks at and well, says, well, okay, this is so many images, this is rated R now. Well, like, like for, for, for example, the ghosts and the, the you know, mystery, mystery figure that she saw, like for a PG-13 movie, you got kind of cheap looking CGI, but maybe if it was rated R, maybe you would have gotten some more detailed gruesome looking ghost or something i don't know that's that's just kind of mm. kind of what i see it from mm -hmm. and i just i i kind of just want a little bit more from 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 horror movies and i understand you know this is a pg-13 2008 this is your popular <laughs> horror movies to get people into the movie theater and whether it's something like this or slender man or the bye bye man pg-13 or not like horror movies are gonna sell tickets Everybody likes to go see horror movies, but um, I don't know. I just, for some reason, this just wasn't hitting me on, on the field today. This movie's not a, a remake of anything, right? It's its own original 
Well, I thought no. there was a Japanese version. I think it's a remake uh, of the Japanese. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking of, I was thinking of the Pulse also. Um, this is the era of like remakes and stuff. Uh, and a lot of remakes are a lot of misses most of the time. Uh, yeah, I guess it's the Eye from two thousand two. Jonggun. Yeah. yeah uh, when we talk about like PG thirteen horror, that that that's when the pots of my high, my mind. Most of the time, they're like uh, J horror stuff where they don't really depend on gruesome gruesome stuff like gore. Well, this one this one's a rated R. The original one from two thousand. Yeah, the two thousand two. That was sixty four percent on Rotten Tomato. Um, Not that that matters. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to think of like a movie that it's actually like radar that has like supernatural type shit. Um, and the jump scares really didn't pop out to me any either, just because I I don't think the the score was there. You know, usually when you have a good jump scare, you get a, a nice balanced high pitch score or something. I didn't really f- dig the vibes of the soundtrack. Well, especially not the. This, uh, the music that plays towards the end of the movie, like whatever, uh, at the end of the concert, uh, it's not even part of the like the the orchestra. That's just the the, the music's playing to to draw out the credits. I kind of I was like, what? It's supposed to be like a a, a horror scary movie, and you're ending off like a light tone music. <laughs> Nothing. I didn't like the ending, but I did like the fact that she was involved in like an orchestra. Because, you know, it just, it, uh, that was something different. And they're like, you know, she's blind. So let's put her, her in something where her ears just, you you know, your, your, that sense is almost like doubled because you can't see. So her being a violinist was like kind of smart. But I just felt like, again, like you said, Fuentes, you, you had the, you had the potential, but there was just seemingly the balls dropped back though. I guess, you know, with all the horror, not horror movies, with all the superhero movies and stuff, you know, I, I really wanted her to, like, get, like, a control of her power, kind of like the way the kid did in The Sixth Sense, where he starts seeing all these ghosts, but then he realized all these ghosts needed help. So then he started helping them. Like, I kind of, that's, you know, I guess we're going to kind of skip to how I would have ended it. But that's kind of how I would have wanted to end it is that, you know, she would have, she would have like gained a little bit more control and helped that little boy in the hallway who couldn't, you know, find his report card and, you know, help him get some peace. Doing some side missions. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like she would actually be helping that. But instead, they were just like, let's just get her to do the one good deed and then reblind her. Like, it just kind of seemed like, I don't know, I don't want to say cheap, but, you know, it's like she only got sight to do the one good deed in her life, which she may feel good about. Um, But then she lost her sight again as soon as it, like, you know, was done and over with. And it was just like, that's lame. She had so much potential to do more good. Being able to see these, you know, see these uh, ghosts and stuff, but... They didn't like give her that opportunity. It was just like, well, what was the okay? What was the point of her seeing the ghost things if really what the ghost her past cornea donor really wanted to show her was a vision of the future? Like it was like, can she see the future or can she see ghosts? And if she can see the future and see ghosts, then why does she see ghosts? And why are you showing me that she can see ghosts in this movie if her real power and real purpose is to change the future? 
Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just... I don't know. That's how I like. That's how my brain's working right now. Like, I don't understand why they took. That was like track two and three. That was number two and three <laughs> of like potential they had, and they were just like, nah, we're just gonna just have it, have her go all the way to Mexico to go talk to this grandma and then give her a heart attack so she can drive back, and that was the reason she needed to actually be in there. You know, it was just weird. I don't know. I didn't like the story, like the way they plotted the story. You know, I didn't like the way they were trying to make her gifts. You know, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like what they did. It, it had so much potential, and I don't like what they did with it. That's my opinion. Nick, you gave us a three, though. Like, what's what's some of the, the most positives that you see about this film that you're, you know, you would enjoy letting somebody know that, hey, you know, I think this was a pretty good movie. <laughs> um. I think it's just mainly because I'm I'm used to the formula of what this whole era of movies are. Like I said, I always mention it's a just guilty pleasure. It's not really like these are the greatest movies of that era. I mean, mainly it consists of a bunch of remakes and shit. Um, I mean, it was like I said, it was it for sure it was not the story at all whatsoever. Um, it's like some of the some of the like the the. The simple, like, yeah, I'm going back to that scene again when uh, she first sees one of the Death Shadow people and then, like, the old lady's about to die. Like, you know, of course, you don't get to see that horrible CGI that we t- you were talking about earlier, but just from the blurry vision, it looks, it, I thought that looked pretty cool. And uh, I don't know, that could, like, that looks like something you could probably witness, like, in a real life situation kind of thing. Um, I think it's like some of it, uh, just it's mainly just like uh, scenery, like um, visual. Like they could have done uh, like what did you say, like 12, 12 million was it? <laughs> they could have done a lot more. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I never really know what it takes to make a movie, to be honest. Like, when someone says $12 million, that's a lot of money in my head. Like, where are you? Like, is it, is it going to the to the graphic design team? Or are they all getting paid, like, 100000 each to create a wall scene? I, I, don't, I don't know where all this money's going when they make movies sometimes. Like, a lot of the superhero movies, like, I can understand why they're, like, $23 million to make. Because, like, shit most of it's cgi like <laughs> most of it's behind a green screen they're building ha- most of that world but like they didn't they didn't really look like they built much of this world except during the dream scenes whenever the the walls and stuff were kind of you know uh going together but looked like a regular ass apartment to me and a regular ass you know <laughs> place she was at and a regular ass doctor office like it's I don't know. Do they have to pay? I don't know how budget works with movies. I just know it costs a lot of money to make one for some reason. <laughs> Unless you yes. make Evil Dead Part 1. That, I mean, that money goes to everything, though. It goes to, like, you know, the camera guy, the lighting just guy. Just main the main of the portion. Just Galba? She probably got just 8 million appearance. of it. <laughs> just Galba probably got 8 million of it. So we could work on the visuals, but just Galba, though. We can have a badass movie <laughs> with, a, with a B-list actor, or we can get Jessica Alba. Mm. 
that's that's what it came down to. <laughs> um, some of the scenes kind of remind me of a fourteen oh eight. Uh, just like all the the transition uh transitioning like the diner scene. Um, how it just quickly turns into like everything like shard like burned. Kind of reminded me of that. Uh, like in four twenty eight. Like whenever he thinks he's out of the the hotel, he goes into that mail room and uh, people are like breaking it down. And he, he goes back into the hotel. I don't know. There's just like a little bit of movies that I saw kind of in there. Yeah, that, the Sixth Sense, like I said. Sixth Sense, I, that. I felt that. I don't know. Can, are we, are, is everyone always going to say it feels like the Sixth Sense if you can see dead people? I see everyone. <laughs> I see dead people. This even, I mean, maybe it's because it was a little closer to the early 2000s, but even had some uh, some feelings of like Final Destination. Not, uh, not I was going to mention earlier. <laughs> not not the scenes, but just the way some of the stuff was shot, or maybe some of the uh, uh, the dialogue was driven out there. But I mean, that wasn't like terrible, you know, comparing it to the Final Destination. Or having like the visual of the future, like what's about to happen. Oh yeah, that too. I didn't think about that. It's... I guess what I also found annoying was kind of what Juan had already talked about before, like the. The, the writing and dialogue wasn't that great. But, like, every time she's, like, trying to explain to people, like, dude, I'm seeing shit. I know it's not normal. And they're like, you're, it's your eyes. They're adjusting to the real world. You're going <laughs> to... Things are weird to you, man. Like, dude, she was, like, up to eight years old, like, with sight. Like, it's not the first time she's seeing ever in her life. She knows, she knows what things look like. Like, yes, technology and things will change. And there's going to be some things that are definitely going to be a surprise but i mean seeing people laying in a bed dead and seeing people walking around as well just shouldn't be something normal like you know it was just like she was just getting dismissed and then the doctor decides hey i'm gonna believe her and then they also try to make a whole scene of like why did you decide to believe me and he was just like he didn't really give an answer. It's just like, well, obviously it's because he thought you're hot. Like, there's no other real answer <laughs> except he thinks you're hot. Like, there's, he's gonna lose his license because he thinks you're hot. Like, that's it. There's no other reason. I don't even know why the question's being asked in this movie because we all know why he's doing it. He mm. thinks you're hot. That scene, <laughs> there's a scene that cracks me up where like, um, she's like. Did, like, uh, all this is like she's trying to say like it's very real to her, and like um, he's like you're you're real on how she t- like touches his face, the doctor's face. He's like he his little smiles like oh oh oh, just like I don't know, I just thought it was stupid and hilarious. Do you, guys think it was, do you guys think it was too obvious that as soon as she got done with surgery in the hospital, she started seeing? the different images or do you think it would have been a little bit better if they you know if, if she went home and then she starts seeing the stuff when she was home like i kind of felt like oh not even 24 hours after the surgery she's starting to see some of the stuff and i know you know their new eyes and their you know that's the gist of the story but i just kind of felt like uh more hospital haunting vibes like that to me was a little bit too much, too little, honestly predictable. 
I got that would have been pretty cool if she went home, somebody set her up at home, her sister or something, and then she just, you know, but I know she's got to, like, cope and be in the hospital for, like, two or three days, but I don't know. Mm. Just a thought. Hospital. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I understand what you're saying, but I also, like, understand that. She, like, she has to automatically start it, getting haunted at the hospital. Yeah, the hospital. like, I, I mean, is that how, I mean, I mean, we can't say that's how it would really work because we don't know if that's how it would work because I don't know if there's cases like that. But, you know, I mean, if it was going to happen, it was going to be instantly, right? Like, it wouldn't be just like, your the eyes have to adjust to your brain and the brain slowly mm. downloads its ghostly images into your brain. Like mm. it would be pretty instant, I would it's assume. Like you got hooked but... up to the matrix. Yeah. yeah, I mean I don't I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was appropriate, I guess, in my in my view, because that's what the story was about to be about, is that you know, she's about think... to see some rude shit. You think when she was blind, like her her hearing was super super aggressive, her taste was aggressive, but once she started opening her eyes and she could start seeing, you think she lost any of that extra? This is just you know spitball and just being funny. Like she no longer yeah. has super hearing powers. I think like, I there's like a my man cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a study I think that was done that like um. You know, a lot of our brain power goes to our sight. You know, it's actually our biggest distraction, but it's our biggest, you know, ally, but it's our biggest distraction from all our other senses. Like our sight, we believe more of what we see than when we hear, feel, touch, and all the above. Like seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. Exactly the saying seeing is believing. You know, it takes over a lot of our senses. So it makes sense that once she regained her sight, that she, like the doctor was trying to tell her, you're going to start trying to rely on your sight a lot more. Don't do it just yet because you're still adjusting. Like, you know, keep, keep aware that you have your other senses still. Like, don't just try to go full into your sight because you're still adjusting to the real world, basically, uh, with your eyes. And that made a lot of sense to me because I was like, oh, like that, there's a lot of this movie that makes sense. Like, I feel like they did their research. Like, like I said, the beginning scene with her being blind and them showing that, I thought that was really well done. Uh, the doctor kind of explaining, like, the procedure she's going to have to go through to uh, rehabilitate herself with sight now seemed pretty spot on. I was like, well, that makes sense. You know, she probably really shouldn't trust her eyes just because, you know, she's been using her other senses for so long, like, and her eyes haven't been used. Like, it's going to take her time to adjust to, you know, even probably depth perception and shit like that. Like, that's all new to her. Um, But, so I, like, I thought they did a really good job when it came to the research of, like, blindness and what the surgery would be like, but then yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't just feed you like BS. They actually, you know, they kept they kept it real with that stuff. So I like, I think cool. you know that's where like four million of the budget went to was research <laughs> on that. <laughs> What'd you guys think mm. of the uh, the doctor that has the funny name, Doctor Paul Faulkner? The like the main. Therapist doctor? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like, I don't know. I don't really, 
like I said, I really didn't like his dialogue in there. He was a very, very, you're crazy, basically. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You know crazy. what? <laughs> I'm going to believe you. Why do you believe me? Because this doesn't get rock hard for no reason. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I should, it's like the way she says it, she's like so softly. Like, you don't believe me. No one believes me. <laughs> uh, that was like, great. Uh, you get this guitar. Uh, uh. That's why the movie was called The Eye and not The Eyes. Yeah. It was really talking about a different eye <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't on he wasn't on board as soon as like when they go inside that uh the mother's like, house. Oh, she's blind, she'll never know. She'll never know. <laughs> you don't see what's really happening. <laughs> when I visited at the that the mother's house, uh because they're over here talking about like oh that her daughter actually saw saw some shit and then she's all like you see ghosts and even when the the doctor's hearing that whatever he's still still in denial. <laughs> it's up until the when he sees the explosion happen. He's like, all right, I, I believe you now. It was like all oh, a little bit too late. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was really that was really weird too. Just like the whole, like getting everyone to get out of their cars, and then you know it was it's like, a, oh my god, what do we do? There's a bomb! It's Not a bomb! Uh, bomb here. <laughs> What's in the box? Oh man. Oh man. I think I mean, I've I think I've expressed a lot of my likes and dislikes of this movie. <laughs> Covered plenty. Uh, then, uh, since we made like more uh, comparisons, I thought throw another one in there. That that guy in the elevator, looking uh, looking in the corner, kind of reminded me of Blair Witch. The ghost that's just looking at he's in the elevator, just standing in the corner. That was kind of a gruesome scene because you could kind of see like part of his face and like his whole jaw was missing and oh and he's like levitating towards her in the back yeah this uh, is real this is real i was like man I, was, I don't know why that was like giving me heebie-jeebies just like heebie-jeebies just I mean, watching her not look at it and knowing it's right there like i felt at that that scene in general i forgot about that scene until just right now <laughs> but that scene in general definitely made my skin crawl like because i was just like dude like I'd be flipping out right now. Like I'd have to turn around and look. What's I mean, she's she's right. when she looks at the, the the security cam, you see the the couple go in there. Like, are you gonna come in or not? And it's like she's looking at the camera, and you see the guy still standing there. It's like, oh, it's not just an actual guy just standing there. It's actual ghosts. <laughs> yeah. It just is like even him, even if it wasn't a ghost, just the guy just standing there in the corner. That's just just freaky. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, uh, it, had, it had some cool moments. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just it's. I would say it's a it's a movie. If if you're doing something on your phone, that's uh, great. Movie, uh, uh, background movie, just have on. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say that's a great description, Nick. It's a, it's, a, it's, a it. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's never a <laughs> remake movie. I mean, it's a 
it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but I mean, it's, it's all right. Taglines. Um, tag um, I'm still not used to it being called taglines. I was like, all right, slow slogans. slogans. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Why do you got to ruin uh, things, Juan? Sorry. It was it was the one. It was uh, Freddy from J. Fleet. Oh, what yeah, that's right. It was, it, it was the other guy. Called, it was your uh, other guest. Slogans. Guess, yeah, slogans, right? Favorite slogans. Slogans, yeah, slogans like, actually. Apparently, so, it, it's supposed to be called taglines in a movie. That's the slogans. official. That's the, the official, official term of oh, the. We don't do things official. It's oh. nice to it's nice to <laughs> go off of your wall and kind of. I, I like slogans because it reminded me of Logan, and I like Wolverine. Mm. Slogan. What are you doing over there? You you play with your take, your background. I'm gonna take this off of my wall. <laughs> you take it out of your wall. <laughs> oh boy. So you know what? You don't even deserve that. <sighs> <laughs> you don't deserve it. I took it off your wall. Like that. <laughs> now, see, that's some, that's some CGI that you don't have to pay millions for. Taglines. The tagline of this movie is what? You won't believe in her eyes? The sup- a supernatural theory. You won't believe her eyes. You won't believe her eyes. Yeah, no. that's her, that's a, that's you the tagline. Believe her eyes. Yeah, says said you right. Won't believe in her eyes. Don't believe her eyes. Mine would be um, the eye. You never saw it coming. Oh shit! Spelled differently though. <laughs> the eye. The sixth sense. <laughs> the sixth sense. Um. The eye. I should have stayed blind. Mm. you know what i find crazy i know we're in taglines but i was meant to mention this before like i find it interesting that like whenever there's these types of movies with like visual hauntings like even in uh vhs2 like they weren't just visual hauntings there were audible hauntings because you can hear the you know you can hear the things you can um I guess you can't taste and touch or you can't do the other ones, but you can definitely hear them. So you get like audible, like haunting as well as visual, you know, just from one sense being changed. But like whenever the eyes go away, it's like, does she hear dead people? <laughs> like, no, I don't think she does. But, you know, I've always found that, I, I find, just find that interesting, you know, in a lot of these types of movies where something similar like that happens, like, you know, it's not, like the the eyes are making you see things you've never seen before, but you're also hearing things you've never heard before. And I mean, in some cases, feeling because like fire, they feel the fire or whatever. Like I think she felt when she got scratched in her arm, you know, and then it kind of disappeared, you know, whatever. But I'm pretty sure she felt that, you know, that's feel. I don't know. I just find it weird sometimes, you know, these types of things. Like, they don't just visually see things. They just, it's actual hauntings that are happening to them now. Um, full on, full scale haunting. I don't know. Just thought that was something I wanted to point out. I wouldn't mind hearing or seeing or feeling the dead, but smelling, golly, mm. I, I just, that would be a haunting out of this world. And, uh, the smell probably would make me want to go do off with myself. Yep, yep. That's that's what happened. The smell got yeah. to him. <laughs> what 
what do you think killed him? It it was definitely the smell. Is that his body, your body, or that body? I don't know. Hmm. Just Galba. Di seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. Mm. Seeing is believing. Uh, see no evil. <laughs> see evil. The eye. <clears throat> you don't believe me. You don't believe me. The eye. You don't believe me. Just the, watch. I should. I should have made Fantastic Four three. <laughs> Invisible woman. <laughs> That's the future she did. She saw. She had to like unsee it. <laughs> it's. Maybe there's sure. rumors. There's there's Robert rumors Day. that that Reed Richards is supposed to be in the the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I was uh, gonna I was gonna say that'd be nice if she had the cameo, right? We could see her in the multiverse of the Eye. You can see her, but she can't see you. Yeah, she'll be there. We just can't see her. Multiverse is a boobness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how we would have ended it? Oh boy. Mm. I pretty much said mine earlier, but I would have ended it with her keeping her vision and like helping out the dead, like basically gaining a little bit more awareness of her powers and helping them out, or even up to the point where like after that, her her um, ghostly visions dimmed down. But, like, I guess every so often she would, like, see, like, maybe the little girl Chloe uh, or Alyssa in the movie had walked by and gave her, like, a little smile. And she kind of, like, smiled back at her. And, you know, life goes on. Um, I'm a very hard person to please, I've realized, like, when it comes to movies. Because um, there's... I don't like... I don't like endings that, like, where the bad guys completely win. But I also don't like movies where it's just like go lucky and happy either for horror movies. Like somehow I want a best of both worlds. <laughs> I want them to, the good people who are trying to survive win. But I also want the bad guy to still kind of be like, yo, I'm still around, bro. I'm still going to fuck you up. Like, I don't know. I want the best of both worlds somehow. This one had the complete opposite. It was a nice, happy ending with, like Nick said earlier, nice symphony playing, you know, her and her band, and just kind of ended like that. That was it. No. With her sister and the doctor and the seats. Yeah, it was like a very, it was a very happy ending. Like, it was, mm. there was no spookiness or no uh, spooky, spooky. You know, nothing else added to it. So, but like I said, I, I would have ended it more of like she had a purpose for her life now. Hmm. This just kind of made it feel like she went back to being blind and everything went back to normal in her life. Like all of her all of her purpose was lost. So I kind of like, I, I don't know, kind of lame ending to me. I would have liked to see her be completely psychotic and take her sister's sight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how you feel? <laughs> yeah. Um. Give me your sight, bitch. Give me your sight. Get over here. I think I would have... Uh, sounds pretty lame, but uh, I think I would have had her die in the explosion. And uh, she opens her eyes, but she thinks like she's uh, waking up like still alive. But she opens her eyes, and then the, the shadow the shadow person's like walking towards her. It's like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, damn. Just, yeah, 
the shadow of the people take her away. Then it turns into like Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, well, I'll, Whoopi Goldberg. I was oh, thinking yeah. more. I was thinking more of Bruce Willis, but Bruce oh my Willis. god, I was dead the whole time. Oh. <laughs> yep, she she dies, and then she gets to walk with the ghosty one. And uh, See, I thought you were gonna say the opposite. I thought you said she was gonna die in the explosion. A big old hand comes down from above with a big old bright light. Come home, bright light. <laughs> And then you see little Nick in the background. Maybe she did house. die. And that, that's her dream is playing in the symphony again and being blind. That's that the afterlife. Her, that was her afterlife. Instead of uh instead of her sister and the the uh psychiatrist, you could put him with uh the Alicia and uh oh, what's the dude wouldn't that actress? that would have been an ending right there. <laughs> She was playing in the symphony. And like, oh, the it's, it's all for the deputy. Also yeah. sitting in like the, the, the scene, like, oh shit, is she dead too? There you go. That would have been a cool. That would have been a good. Yeah. <laughs> see, but, see, you guys can write movies. We could. We could definitely. We have to do a Friday the Fourteenth produced uh, movie. Horror movie at some point. It's on the, it's on the I list. think I think we're pretty. I think we, I think we wouldn't be too bad. You know, I only because like, I think we, I think we watched enough movies to really see what bad acting would look like. You know, we'd be. I think we'd be able to shoot a scene and be like, "Yeah, bro, that really sucked. You should do that again." <laughs> if, you, if you have tears, we'll just come and poke in the eye. Get these onions away from me. These onions. Shopping the onions. Mm. I'm not crying, you're crying. Oh man. Why well, just to make a movie and then uh give yourself a, a one? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna review our own movie. Damn man. I gave it a two point five. Two point five. <laughs> I would only watch it once. <laughs> Squirt under uh Nightmare Cinema. <laughs> well, I guess I can't make a movie. <laughs> uh, but that was our uh, our uh, show for uh, the eye. Um, sorry, one. Sorry, I just put you through the movie. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen worse. It was it was it was it was a uh, it's an option for me because I mean, like I said, uh, it was a movie I I just saw on Pluto TV. And I know this movie has been out forever. It's just like it's it's one of those movies I skipped over in my life. Uh, I was like, all right, I'm down to watching a movie, and why not uh, review it? And I didn't have a movie uh, for the last episode. So like, this was kind of on the spot too. Like it was on like, the spot. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, you know, you were like, oh, Friday the 14th is next week. I haven't picked out a movie yet. <laughs> Right. I thought I'd satisfy, satisfy my uh, uh, my taste with some eye candy of just Gaba. You're like, she looks hot. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> um, do you want to go in and plug some sheesh? What are you guys? What are you guys talking about next? Or is that later? Oh shit! That's uh, I mean, Fuentes. I know Fuentes? I picked a movie last week, and then I forgot which movie I picked. So I'm trying to think <laughs> of it real quick. That's why I'm scrolling through my phone real quick. Like, which movie was it, damn it? 
Uh, but y'all can uh, do y'all's plugs while I look for. Uh... Where, where can we see you at, Nick? Well, where can you see me? Uh, <laughs> we're talking about seeing, 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 believing. That's a bit. Um, you can see me on an episode in, on UHD with you talking about Pulse. Pulse. Uh, what year is it? 2006? Seven? Around there. That's another. Uh, you're probably not going to like that movie either. So <laughs> it's another <laughs> uh, a J Horror uh, American adaption. Um, but yeah, we'll be reviewing that movie. Uh, you can follow my Insta on uh, the 4K Bad Guy. I post some uh, physical media stuff on there, not as frequently, uh, but it's there. Um, or if you want to see some of my uh, reposts of what we're reviewing, um, you can follow our, our uh, Friday the 14th page on Insta. Friday the 14th podcast UHD is what's under. And oh, uh, announcements. Um, so Franco messaged me early on the show. I'm fired. Say, he says, uh, Fuentes is fired and he's gonna come back. No, I decided it's not the news. <laughs> I'm just gonna read it. it. It sounds, I think it sounds more less reading the message instead of just saying parts of it. So, mention on this week to the audio listeners that the last episode on audio will be the next episode, March 23rd. After that, it's strictly YouTube only. Oh, we're not going to do the anchor anymore? Apparently. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Frank wants to take a break for a while. YouTube only. YouTube only. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> um... I think that's it. I might have. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's enough solid time for you. Want this? Yeah. No, I picked. I I remember the movie. I found the movie that I wanted to watch last week or last two weeks. Um. So the movie that we're gonna review for next time is a uh, Netflix movie. Uh, I don't know if it's a Netflix original. I don't think it is. Um. But it's called Aftermath. And it's on Netflix. Um, so you can check it out. It's on Netflix called Aftermath. Uh, basically, the little snaps on it is this young couple get a new house to save their marriage. And um, weird shit starts happening. Aftermath. Aftermath. Is that a record label? <laughs> Aftermath. Hmm. I'm still waiting for it. Straight out of Compton Part Two. Mm. Hey, what what year is Aftermath? Is it? It's uh, it's not the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, is it? No. That's pretty horrifying. It's a 2021. Nope. Where you, Maggie? Put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. Who <laughs> um, actually Green is in it? Okay. I have no idea who she is. <laughs> She if you're Alice. about to know who that is. She, she played Alice in the Twilight movies. Oh. Alice. Uh, the is that? See, the one who could see into the future. Okay. Oh, the short-haired vampire. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, Aftermath on Netflix. Uh, that's the next one we're going to review two weeks from now. Um, as for my plugins, uh, my name is Mr. Fuentes. Uh, I do rap music. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere you can listen to music. Um, you know, uh, thank y'all for joining in on the podcast. Uh, thank you, uh, Juan, for jumping in on another episode. It's uh, always good to have uh, other feedback as well. And uh, the more the merrier. So thank you for joining in. Um <clears throat> You can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok at Mr. Fuentes361. Um, and again, thank y'all for listening. And I think it's time for the real one. Uh, just simple, simple, quick plug. You guys can follow me on the Instagram, one word, Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Uh, I put out a podcast as well on Mondays. If you guys like long to our podcast, you can check it out. Um, but yeah. On Instagram, I just post a bunch of physical media, and uh, that's pretty much it. I haven't been doing a lot of physical media lately because I've uh, been checking out that new WWE video game, and it's been kind of taking over my life, so we'll see. I understand. Yeah. Usually, I'm not a video game person, but this week has been video games, so. I understand. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You still do um, your Twitch? I didn't get to do anything last week because actually I was sick last weekend. Um, yeah, you told me I had the flu. Yeah, it was terrible. I hated it. Um, I didn't get to do nothing. So tomorrow, I'll be going back to Twitch again. Um, but I've been playing um, Cuphead, and that game is freaking stupid. Um. Like, I'm beating the bosses on the first level, but, like, it literally takes me, like, 50 tries to beat the bosses. It's like, it's like the way I've explained Cuphead to some people is, like, have you ever used brain teaser games like Lumosity or other different things that train your brain to be a little more uh, quicker response times and things like that? Like, there's, there's, there's games and stuff like that on the internet and different products and stuff that do these things to keep you more uh, you know quicker on your feet and quicker in your thoughts and that's pretty much what cuphead is is like every boss is uniquely freaking hard but you can beat them but you gotta it's a repetitive process of you dying five thousand times mm. till you realize what the pattern is so you can almost still die before you beat this person um yeah it's pretty ridiculous to be honest but um I mean, it's fun, too, because when you finally beat the bosses, you feel like you accomplished something. It's not something super easy. Because I played games like that, too, where I've just <laughs> literally ran straight through the game and was like, oh, yeah, that boss was, like, medium hard. You know, not really that hard. I can usually beat him first time. You're pretty much never going to beat a Cuphead boss the first time. It's just not going to happen. Hmm. Although you watch like, you know, people that are pros now, because at first I was going to do Twitch with Cuphead, but I saw how many times I was dying. I was like, man, it'd be like literally an hour and a half of me dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is horrible. And then I realized like people actually like 
take their time to like learn the bosses tricks and shit and then they go back and beat them all badass style without getting hit and like that's what they're showing on their twitches you know they're never it's never their first time running through the those bosses and it's just like i can't be that guy man i can't go in there first time trying to run through these bosses like looking like stupid like a super novice um And Alice, too, that shit's also getting pretty hard. I'm over here trying to, like, pass this one level, and I, I can't. I've, I've played I played this almost for two weeks now trying to pass this level, and I'm, like, stuck. I have to pass it before tomorrow because I'm not going to be sitting there for an hour and a half just dying over and over again. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry, random side thing. I have a Twitch, too. It's mfuentes361. <laughs> all right boys uh i'll catch uh i'll catch Fuentes tomorrow night i guess maybe i'll be on, I'll be on there dude i don't care mm. what I'm, I'll and i'll catch there. i'll catch one uh next week next for Wednesday. the real one pulse uh, pulse christian bell not christian bell when I was Batman. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Bitches. Bitches. Right? Remember, folks? Always been the bad guy. Game over. Being dead wasn't a problem. But being forgotten. Now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.